Welcome to the Retire Right Podcast with Larry Heller. You deserve complete financial advice. There's no acceptable alternative if you want a plan to live well and on your terms. Complete financial advice equals complete peace of mind. Now, let's get into this week's podcast episode. Hello and welcome to the Retire Right Podcast with Larry Heller from Heller Wealth Management. Today, we have a special treat. We have two guests in the studio, and they are Kathleen Brennan, President, and Kevin Tenajero, Vice President of 360 Insurance Services. Kathy Brennan is a recognized leader in the employee benefit field for over 25 years. She was named to New York Governor Cuomo's Regional Health Benefit Exchange Advisory Board. Kathy's partner, Kevin Tenajero, leads 360 Insurance Services Sales Implementation and Technology Division. Kathy and Kevin use their vast health insurance experience to simplify the Medicare process and help their clients find the best options to their individual needs. Welcome, Kevin and Kathy. Thank you. Thank you. You bet. And and I think Larry's here too, isn't he? Yeah, I'm, I'm here, Eric. Right on. Don't forget about me. How are you, Larry? I'm doing great, Eric. Thanks. All right. So how did you well, get your guests in today? Actually, that's a good question. It's a, a good lead in. So, uh, so Kathy and I have known each other for probably five, seven years. Yeah. We met in a uh, networking group uh, a, a while back. Um, and we have some synergies in what we do for our for our clients. So uh, I thought it would be great to uh, c- kind of get them both, Kathy and Kevin, in to talk about uh, Medicare. So I, I know some of our audience may know what Medicare is, but I thought it'd be great to start with really the, the basics. So, Kathy, why don't you kind of go through and really describe what is Medicare? Well, Medicare is it's a federal program that provides health benefits to people age 65 and older. It can also cover younger people with certain disabilities. Uh, Medicare was signed into law back in 1965 by uh, President Johnson. Um, And that consisted of what's called original Medicare. Original Medicare is made up of parts A and B. You may have heard of these. Part A covers hospitals and skilled nursing. Um, There's a deductible with Part A. It actually comes free. There's no cost associated with Part A as long as you've worked and contributed into Medicare for 40 quarters. There is a deductible. There's a $1,340 deductible for hospital. And then they you, you're covered for 60 days. After 60 days, there are um, co-pays, pretty stiff co-pays. It starts at $335 a day, and it goes up to $670 a day. And there's a lot of exposure if you do get sick and you're in the hospital for a long time. Um, so while it is good coverage, you really need to look at an additional kind of coverage, which we'll talk about. And then- so just so to clarify, so Medicare replaces your health insurance um, when you're 65. Right. Medicare can. If you're on a group plan, you can stay on a group plan. I think we'll talk a little bit more about that. But when you're turning age 65, you're eligible to enroll into a Medicare plan. And, you know, I think we're going to talk a little bit more about the timeframes in which to do that. So we have Part A and Part B. Part A covers the hospitals. Part B covers doctors. There is a cost associated with Part B. It's $134 for most people, which is pretty low cost. And it covers your doctors and lab work. There is a deductible, small deductible on that of $183. And then you cover it at 80%. 
So the coverage is good. 80% coverage is good. The problem with it is it's unlimited, that the 20% exposure can go on forever. And as the cost of delivering care becomes more expensive, that 20% is going to be sizable. You really need to, it's really recommended that you look for some additional coverage to add to original Medicare. Okay, so original Medicare, just so we're clear, original Medicare is going to be paid for by the government, except for that $134 the government is going to pay for 80% of any of your health insurance needs. Yes, any of the doctors and then the hospitals, they'll pay up until, you know, you start paying if you're hospitalized for 60 days or more. Yeah. Okay. So we'll talk about some of the, the other 20% in a few minutes. When should someone enroll in Medicare? Uh, you actually have uh, a, a window of seven months on your 65th birthday. Uh, there's three months before your 65, the, the actual month of the 65, and three months afterwards uh, that you can enroll. Now, there are exceptions to that if you're in a group plan that you can enroll later. So, Kevin, what what happens if someone doesn't enroll during those seven months? Uh, they will be, if they uh, have additional coverage through their employer, there's an exception for that. But if they don't, uh, there is a penalty of 10% per year uh, that goes on forever if they don't enroll. 10% of what? 10% uh, of your Part B enrollment, uh, which is $134, um, is basically what it is now. It goes up every year a little bit. Okay, so you got to pay 10% more on that for, yeah, for, 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 for right. every month. For every month. I'm, I'm sorry, every year. Every year. Okay. And how does someone go about enrolling in Medicare? There's two things that they would do when they have to enroll in Medicare. Uh, one is, is they're going to go into their... Uh, Social Security and at Social Security, they're going to uh, activate their Part A and Part B. Uh, that will get them started. And then the next phase is really to get yourself an advisor uh, who's a broker that is understanding of the Medicare options and review with them what you would like to uh, take on. There's different uh, methods that you can use to take on that. So they have to contact Social Security in order to start them, even if they're not Yes. Selecting Social Security, they need to go, you need to call Social Security. That is correct. It's uh, a little unusual because you think it would be the Medicare side of the house, but it's actually Medicare. I'm sorry, it's actually for your Medicare, you have to go to Social Security to start your A and B. Okay, great. So, Kathy, I, I hear a lot of these terms like original Medicare that we're talking about, supplement and advantage. You know, what are those and, you know, how do they work and how do they differ? Okay. Uh, that's a good question. So original Medicare is what we were just talking about, the Part A and Part B. You know, we, we really recommend some additional coverage because, as we said, there are there are liabilities um, to those coverages. So the next is Supplementor or Medigap. We hear those terms. Those are different names for the same thing. So a supplemental plan is a Medigap plan. So it means the same thing. And those plans cover some of the gaps that Medicare does not cover. The other 20%. The other 20% and the hospital charges that are associated are covered. And they cover it a little different ways. There are different plans. They have standardized plans. And what that means is that the insurers for that particular plan all have the same benefits. So if you're in a plan F with United Healthcare, it's the same benefits as if you were with an Anthem plan F. It's going to work that the benefit's going to be paid the same way, the standardized. So you want to really just look at so the- what, what do you mean by standardized? They, so- if they're paying 100% for hospital on plan F, like plan F pays 100% for hospital, pays 100% for the doctor's visits, they're all going to pay that way. They're not going to be, they're, they're not varying. So it doesn't, the insurer doesn't matter. 
It's the plan that you really want to look at. And then you want to look at the cost because you're getting the same benefits. So plans E through F, the different insurance companies offer those type of plans. So the plans are the same. You just select a different insurance carrier for one of those plans. That's right. And the, and the plans are the same and they're offered by private companies and they, they, uh, they work with Medicare. So Medicare Part A and B, and then you add a supplemental that covers the unreimbursed charges. The important piece with the supplemental plans is that there's no network restrictions. They allow um, a Medicare recipient to work with any provider that accepts Medicare. So you have a broad range of providers that you can use. I think it's that's a very important consideration. So most doctors accept Medicare, so they'd be able to go to just about any doctor and, and hospital that's that they right. choose. That's right. Most doctors and hospitals work with Medicare, so you, you, you have you know, a broad national network. So an Advantage plan works a little bit differently. Now, an Advantage plan actually replaces original Medicare. So it takes the Part A and Part B and puts it into one plan. And it works more like a group plan that we may be used to getting through our employer with uh, co-pays for your doctor's office visits and deductibles and co-insurance and out-of-pocket uh, out maxes. These plans usually work with networks of providers, so this is a big difference. They work with networks of providers. Some of them have in-network providers and, uh, and some have in-and-out-of-network providers, um, but there are limits and you will pay more for an out-of-network provider. And the, um, the out-of-network co-insurance is generally gonna be a little more than you'd see on a supplemental plan, but the prices are lower. Generally, they cover all the benefits that original Medicare would cover, and they usually add some additional plans like you might be able to get a dental plan or a vision plan, um, and they usually incorporate prescription drugs right into um, the Advantage plan. So it's something to look at. It's something that we would talk to somebody about, the differences, and see which would actually meet that specific individual's needs. Great. What should you look for when you're, you're selecting a Medicare plan? Well, the most important thing is is to make sure it's going to cover your hospitals, your doctors, and your medication. Medication, obviously, is, the, is a big issue to make sure that they cover that. But how would somebody know which insurance carrier to use, you know, which type of supplement plan, what letter to pick, sure. you, know, you know, what are some of the things you recommend? Well, I mean, obviously, you would work with one of the advisors uh, that is in the Medicare field. Uh, they can take your prescription drugs and they can compare it to the different carriers to see what is the most cost-effective way of uh, which carrier offers it because there are different tiers that they use. They can put one particular insurance company may have uh, a drug in one level of tier. Another carrier may have it at a higher tier, meaning you're going to pay more money for that. So that gets evaluated and we run different evaluations to see which one makes the most sense. So the coverages are the same for all the carriers, but the prescriptions are not the same for all the carriers, correct? That's right. The prescription drugs work differently. Now, prescription drugs is Part D. So sometimes hurt here it is Part D. And individual insurers have Part D plans, and they work differently. It's not like the standardized plans with the supplemental plans. The prescriptions are handled, the medications are handled differently. They put them in different tier levels, depending on how that insurer sets it up. So the important thing, and this is what Kevin was just saying, is that we look at the specific individual's medications and their dosages, and we look to see which 
plan, which insurer would cover those medications for the lowest cost, total cost. It could be different for different people. So it's not a blanket, you know, like if you're in plan F, it's, it's going to be the same. We really drill down and find what's going to work for that individual. Sometimes a husband and wife, the prescription plans, they work, work better if they're different plans. So, and that's why it's important to work with an advisor who can help you, you know, home, you know, go through these different, these differences and really find the plan that, that's going to work best for you. And there's no cost to work with an advisor. That's something that you should know. They're compensated by the insurance companies and that they're experts and can, and can help in, and help you in picking the plan that would work best for you. So the, are the premiums different from the insurance carriers? Even you know, the coverage is the same, but the premiums could be different? Yes, the premiums are different. That is what's different. So what we do is we look for, we look at the plans to find out which plans offer the best benefits. And then we look at the at the cost and we do a cost benefits analysis to determine how much out of pocket is one going to have versus how much cost is it going to be for the premium and, and, and where does it, where, you know, what would work best in the, in the given situation. So, yeah, so we, we look for the, we look for the plan level and then the, the carrier that's offering the, the lowest cost for that plan. Great. I know what you mentioned before, Kevin, about someone who doesn't need to get covered by Medicare. So what happens if someone is still working and covered under their own employer plan? So if they were covered under their own employer plan, most employer plans are are quite adequate from a standpoint uh, that they're good until they decide to come off it. Now, that could be either when they retire, it could be because they wanted to change, go on Medicare, and they can, at that time, they can enroll in on Medicare, and there's no penalty for that. As long as the coverage was which it was um, sufficient to go to cover it. Okay. You know, I'd like to add. Can I add sure. something to that? You know, the group plans generally used to be the people who were enrolled in a group plan would put off enrolling into Medicare, and general prescription coverage wasn't that good. It's a little different today. And so somebody who's Medicare eligible and is on a group plan, I would advise them to look at, have somebody look at the group plan for them and look at Medicare and do a cost-benefit analysis to see if it makes sense to leave the group plan, because oftentimes today it does. But if you leave the group plan and go on Medicare, you can't go back. That's correct. So that is something that you need to be aware of. Okay. And what happens if, if someone has selected one of these Medicare supplement plans and they're not happy with the plan? So basically, they have uh, Medicare on the uh, supplement plans. They can pretty well change whenever they want. Most plans are open all year, so they can come off one and go on another one. So that's usually not an issue. It is an issue if you're looking at Medicare Advantages. Medicare Advantages, you have to go through the annual uh, open enrollment period, which starts on October 15th and goes to December 7th. So uh, there's major difference between the two types of plans that, that you're looking at. So the supplemental plan has nothing to do with that win- that window. You can change anytime, anytime you want. That's correct. But you do have the prescription drugs. The Part D does apply to that restriction. So there are some restrictions, uh, not just for the advantage, but also for your Part D restrictions for your drugs. What do you mean change. by that? Uh, if you want to change your plan because you've got new medication mm-hmm. uh, and that medication may be better covered on a different plan, you'll have to wait to that annual selection. There are ways to get around that. If there's some state assistance programs that allows you exceptions, uh, to people qualify. And that's one of the reasons you want to make sure you reach out to an advisor. Uh, if you get new drugs and they're very expensive, especially, uh, you should at least touch base and see if there's some way that they can assist you in, in getting. So if you change supplement plan, you'd only be covered for the drugs that you were on beforehand? Supplements don't have any drug, does not have drug coverage. So you'd have to have 
planned for your drug. So you would have, as anybody has a supplemental plan today is more than likely having a plan D as well, because they, they're going to need to have the coverage in addition. So they're actually two separate plans. One has nothing to do with the other. So you really have three plans. You really have the original Medicare plan, then you have the supplemental plan, and then you have a prescription plan. Larry, you're getting it. <laughs> I'm a little slow, but I, I just hope you all almost the whole of the year, but I, I, I got it now. <laughs> so that's great. So I guess it's real important if you are changing it to know, you know, know the rules so you don't, you don't mess up. Yes, absolutely. Great. Let's talk about, you know, what happens with kind of where you live. I know we have a lot of clients that are snowbirds and they go from, you know, New York where we are now to, you know, to Florida for the winter. How does that impact their, uh, any one of these Medicare plans that they're on? Well, from a, there's a couple of things if they're a snowbird that you want to take in consideration. If they're on a supplemental plan, they can go to anybody. So they really work out very well for people that do a lot of traveling especially if they have more than one location, they go to two or three supplemental plans work out really good. If they want to look at the Advantage plans, they need to make sure that the Advantage plan is has a national network or at least a network that's going to cover those other locations that they're in. There are some uh, Advantage plans that are strictly local. And obviously those are ones, that's why in advisor, you want to make sure that you get into a plan that's not going to limit you on your travel. Great. I guess this could be really, you know, complicated. So how, how would you, you know, suggest that you simplify this, the Medicare process? We review the individual client situation. So there's not a broad brush. This is going to work for everybody. We look at the uh, individual client situation and we do a cost benefit analysis of the plans, the costs, the coverages, and the needs, whether or not it's, you know, local access or national access. And we then limit the plans. We go through all the plan options that are available and we'll limit them to a selected few and then help the client. We'll talk to the client about the differences and help them find the plan that works for them. You know, one of the things I was going to say is, is an advisor, an important role is to educate that person. That also comes into play is making sure they understand, um, you know, the difference and why certain plans are selected versus other ones. And that's really the advisor's, that's his role is to make sure that he explains that well. So I've learned a lot today. So I've definitely been uh, been educated. I'm sure a lot of our listeners out there may have learned, you know, learned more about me- Medicare, whether they're currently on Medicare or getting close to needing Medicare. You know, if anyone out there needs to, you know, work with a uh, advisor on Medicare, they can reach Kathy and Kevin at through their website at www.medicare-simplified.com. Or they can reach that reach them at 866-963-2414. Kathy and Kevin, thank you so much for uh, for joining me today. Thank you, Larry. Thank you, Larry. It was a pleasure being here, and I enjoyed having the invitation. Thank you, Larry. Thank you so much for bringing Kevin and Kathy in today. I learned a ton. Also, the main thing that I learned is I'm not doing this by myself. Uh, the alphabet that is included with all the different plans or the A, B, C, D, F, G's, Z's, I have no idea. So I am definitely going to be talking to somebody to help me through that process when the time comes. And thank you, audience, for listening to the Retire Right podcast with Larry Heller. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Larry comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts 
with your friends and family. And if you have anybody that is reaching this age or is going through the, the selection process, please have them reach out to Larry and his team. He can get them in touch with Kevin and Kathy and, and all the work that they do. Uh, it'll be very, very helpful. So share this podcast with them. Again, thank you for listening. For everyone at Heller Wealth Management, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. We'll see you next time.